All right, so we flew on a plane. Yes. About three weeks ago or a month ago? Yeah, I think two weekends ago. Right, so flight was fine on the way there. So we're coming in for a landing. We're right above the wheels, and uh, we we hit the ground hard. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit jarring. Very jarring. And right after we got off the plane, I told Alyssa, I re- remembered the time I was driving. Oh my god! And um, I was on some back roads, very hilly, and you can't really see the end of the road. And going probably 40, 45, that was the speed limit. Coming down the hill, all of a sudden there's a giant pothole. Gotta Pot- love potholes. They just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> and I hit that, uh, there was a car right behind me, so I couldn't s- slow down. Hit it going 40. My soul left my body. <laughs> like, I literally felt my soul leave. Come back down. And it takes you a second to get back once you hit a hard pothole. Oh, because you clench. You're yeah. like, your whole body clenches and you're like, oh, And sometimes you, like, pain. your jaw, like, hurts because you've, like, basically bit down on your teeth really hard. Yes. So, you know, I'm getting, I'm trying to just, like, make sure I'm all good because I'm pretty sure my head, like, came up and hit the ceiling at some point. Like, it was bad. And uh, I've been driving for about 30 seconds and I look up and my dashboard is cracked. You had a significant crack in your dashboard in your old car. So it literally cracked my dashboard. Yeah. The the air vent was just cracked on the middle. It, it fell a, out. It was about a good, like, three-inch crack. It just went through your entire dashboard. So that should tell you how hard I hit that pothole. <laughs> if, if it could crack my dashboard. Yes. <laughs> but you somehow didn't get a flat tire. No. Which surprises me, because I hit a pothole last year during COVID, and it Caused me to have a flat tire. Yeah. I broke down on the highway. I thought I was going to have a flat tire. Yeah. Did not, but yeah. That's the story of the time, the first time I soul left my body. I think it's happened a couple times since what's, then. What's the other time or soul Those left will come body? later. Oh. Okay. Gotta listen to more podcasts. Uh, okay. <laughs> This is Research Rank Repeat. This is Hannah. This is Alyssa. Sorry to cut you off. Cut me off there. You got a little too excited. I'm very excited. I'm very excited because this is the second time we've had a guest. Yes, we have another new special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Guest? Yeah, hi. It's it's me. It's so formal. (laughs) Hi, I'm uh, I'm Shannon, and I've known you guys for eight years now. I'm a... Austin's fiance, your brother, so mm-hmm. practically in laws at this point, and right. I'm really happy to be here. Yay. Yeah, we're happy to have you. you. Me too. We yeah. figured if we were gonna do Mamma Mia, which is what we're doing this week, we should pick the person who appreciates it almost as much, even more so than we do. Yeah, it's only fair. Considering Shannon and I, you were supposed to come, but you were unable to due to illness. We went and saw Mamma Mia 2 together in theaters. Mm-hmm. You missed yeah. out on our fun little trip. You were sick. You had, like, a really bad headache. I don't remember Yeah, you bowed out. You were I like, think... yeah, I'm, I'm not going. Oh. We're like, okay. I think I went with Mom. You did later. Eventually, at some yeah. point, we went but together. We had a lovely we did. date. We, we... we went to the movies. We got delicious sandwiches. Yeah. ate by a creek. Right. We walked I'm out the Yeah, we out. had a lovely time. We, we laughed at Austin's business with some other ladies in the theater. <laughs> You know, over one of the commercials that aired. It was a great time. Sounds yeah. great. 
But yeah, so this week we are ranking from both Mamma Mia's. Um, we are going to be ranking our favorite dance musical sequences. We were trying to figure out how we wanted to do this ranking. We didn't know if we wanted to just do the soundtrack itself, just the songs, or if we wanted to do the scenes. So we kind of just decided that we're looking at both movies. We are looking at the entirety of the musical numbers. They have to be in the movie. We are counting the credit scenes mm-hmm. as well because those are technically still in the movie. There are a few songs that appear on soundtracks, but they're not actually in the movie and we will not be including those. But yeah, it's just kind of like, what's important to you? The way that the dance choreography, the music, who's singing it, all of that combined, it's kind of up to us. There's no real super serious way that we did this. There's a little car. Oh. So we have the windows open. It's very hot up here in the room we're in. It is very hot. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it was up. It was our own interpretation how you want to rank the lists. Um, so the list might be slightly different in uh, structure, but the end uh, result is the same. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, do you want to do some background first? Sure. I got some background. So um, Mamma Mia, the movie, was released in 2008 and was followed up with the sequel Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again in 2018. So the movie is based on a musical that was created in 1999 by Katherine Johnson. She also did the screenplay and wrote for both movies as well. And that musical is based on the music of the popular Swedish band known as ABBA. And ABBA were, was a band that was active from 1972 to 1982 and is one of the most popular and successful international pop groups of all time. You've probably heard at least one of their songs if you haven't seen the Mamma Mia movies. But also, if you haven't seen the Mamma Mia movies, please see the Mamma Mia movies. It's said that the um, story draws similarities to the 1968 film Biona Sarah, Mrs. Campbell, which was also then turned into a musical in 1979 known as Carmelina. It's essentially where a young girl doesn't know who her father is between three men. So... Although the the screenwriters and writers say that they did not draw inspiration from the movie, a lot of people have noticed the similarities are there. Three men and a baby. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Same thing. thing. (laughs) So um, to go back to ABBA for a minute there, um, it's composed of four artists who started out as two married couples. And eventually they both ended up divorcing, as what happens with many bands that have people who are married in them. And so um, two of the songwriters of ABBA were involved in the production of the movies and also have cameos in the background. Um, Those are Benny Anderson and Bjorn... Uh Uh-oh, I think I wrote the same last name twice. (laughs) I have Benny Anderson and Bjorn Anderson, and I know... Well, maybe they're married? No, no, no. Those were the two men. Oh. They were married to the other... Well, they could be married. (laughs) I mean, maybe now, but they were married to the two other women in ABBA. ABBA. Bjorn... Okay, yeah, so I wrote the same last name (laughs) twice, accidentally. Thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. So, going back to Mamma Mia, it had a budget of, like, 50 million and grossed 650 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. It was the highest grossing live musical of all time until Beauty and the Beast took over that spot. And then it also had the highest gross for a female director, um, who, for the first movie, was a... Lydia Lloyd, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She she only did the first movie. She was not involved with the second movie, but that uh, held until Wonder Woman um, with Patty Jenkins in 2017. 
uh, Mamma Mia had was both the fastest selling DVD and the highest grossing uh, DVD of all time in the UK. It sold upwards of five million copies, which before that the highest highest selling movie on DVD was one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And it currently has a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. It had a lot of um, mixed reviews, mainly due to the some of the vocals of some of the actors and actresses in the movie. I forgot his name. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Can I add something? Yes. Oh, yes. go ahead. Speaking of him, yes. um, I found out that uh, he had a huge crush on Meryl Streep, I think, <gasps> oh. in drama school when oh. they were younger. So when he found out about the movie and they offered it to him, he accepted it because, because of Meryl. Of Meryl Streep. He didn't know it was a musical, which explains everything. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, we're all crushing on Meryl. I think I would have jumped at the oh, opportunity to. Love her. So that's, that's Can't fair. wait to talk about her more yes. later. Speaking <laughs> of Meryl Streep, she was a fan of the stage show. She actually saw it right after 9-11 mm-hmm. um, with her daughter and some of her daughter's friends and became a huge fan of it because it was a, like, uh, lively, uplifting thing after such a tragic event. Mm -hmm. And so she was trained in opera singing as a child and, you know, and sang in some of her previous films but hadn't done, like, a a full-scale musical until Mamma Mia. And she actually did The Winner Takes It All in one take Mm. because all of the actors and actresses recorded all of their own music. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly, as Pierce Bronson, they could have gotten him a different singer, certainly. Wow. I think they learned in the second movie because they really only gave him one little, like, yeah. scene to oh, do. Oh, yeah. I think they learned. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> the last thing I just wanted to say is that for both films, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are executive producers of the films. I love Tom Hanks. They're Such great. a national yeah. treasure. He is a national treasure. <laughs> well, Rita Wilson's, like, a singer. She's, like, she does a lot of singing and stuff on her side, so. And she's also next door, Pet and Ted. She's from Jingle All the Way. Oh, <laughs> one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. We have a lot of quotes from that movie. Yes. So is that the one with the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's trying to get the toy for yes. Turbo Man. Turbo yeah. Man. Ta ta, Turbo Thank Man. You. Shannon, do you have anything else about the first movie? I've got a few things about the second movie, but oh, let's see. Um, I do have one more thing that I thought was interesting. Okay, so one of the ABBA members, original members, Benny Anderson, not Bjorn. Not Bjorn. (laughs) But Benny. I'd never noticed this, but during, um, I think it's Dancing Queen, they're panning over the camera and there's a an older man playing the piano oh yes and that was his cameo it yeah. was it was him and i never noticed that it always made me laugh I'm like there's just this guy random guy on a piano all the keys and it's it's him so i thought that was pretty cool he uh he's in the second movie too also yeah. playing the piano yeah oh, i think yeah. during dancing queen oh. it's either then or during waterloo yeah it's one, one or the two. other yeah. yeah 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 i thought that was pretty awesome i liked that a lot yeah so the second film was released 10 years later in 2018, and it is both a prequel and a sequel. So it takes place several years in the future, but it uh, recounts Donna's younger life when she had her encounters with the three men in her life, who could be Sophie's father. Three gentlemen suitors. Yes, her three suitors. I think his pr- name is pronounced Ole. Ole Parker wrote and directed the second film, along with Katherine Johnson did some of some writing as well, and I think someone else did. And this movie grossed $395 million, uh, worldwide and currently has a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. While the first film wasn't, uh, the critics weren't a huge fan of the first film, the audiences loved it. 
it did really well with audiences. This one seems to have done better with critics. I mean, to be fair, like, I think the first movie for me is more fun. Mm -hmm. I do think the second movie has a better story. I would agree with that. And plot. I I think it might be a little controversial, but I liked a lot of the songs in the second movie better, too. It was a lot harder for me to pick, Yeah, yeah, you know, songs because I thought they did such a great job. And then they also brought in people who could sing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. (laughs) I really appreciate the fact that all three of the younger males were good singers. Right. Lily James, who yes. plays Donna, is she's, a, I love her. She's a really her. good singer. She's so, yeah. She's phenomenal. And you get less of the characters who not necessarily can't sing, but who wouldn't be as musically gifted. Right. Maybe they're a little bit better at acting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so there is a third film in development <gasps> as of, I believe, 2020. And it was, it's reported that new ABBA songs that were written for the band's reunion that was a few years ago and also ongoing would be in the soundtrack for this movie. Although it's been delayed because of the pandemic and COVID. And so two other tidbits of information that I thought were interesting. So Cher was actually offered the role of Tanya in the first movie, but she had to turn it down due to um, conflicts with touring. But then they asked her to be in the second film. Like, they wrote a role for her because they were like, please be in our movie. We need you. And there's are rumors that many of the actors and actresses were drunk during <laughs> all of filming or some of filming, which has not been confirmed or denied. But it seems like it was a fun environment regardless. <laughs> filming just in Greece and random islands and, you know, seems like a fun time. And there also, it has been heavily implied that... Sophie's real father is Bill. By both the screenwriters and the producers, and um, just based on the fact that he's named, she's named after his like grandmother, the 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 inn uh, oh, the owner, great aunt the great I, aunt, yeah. yeah. But also, that's what they said. They said that it's not like flat out said, but that they tried to imply that that was who her like real father was. Right. Because even in the the end of the first movie, Meryl Streep's like, I don't know. Who who it is. You know right. what I mean? So she doesn't know, but I guess the, you're saying like the screenwriters were trying to give a hint as to like who it could be. Yes. I guess that's that, that's what they've said is okay. that it's not like official, you know, but, but yeah. Who do you think it is? Do you agree or? It's hard to say. I, I, I mean, idea, I can, but... based on the way they've, they framed it, I think it's probably Bill, but. I see a lot of characters. Like, similarity characteristic-wise with Sam, though. Me too. Between yeah. Sam and Sophie. And just, like, logistically, they were together longer, mm-hmm. so they had more opportunities. <laughs> yeah. To have had Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's true. The numbers. The numbers. Uh, the numbers don't lie. I think we can safely say we don't think it's Colin Firth. No. 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 Uh, I would Sorry, Colin. We love Colin Firth. Yeah, we, we love him. He's the boss. Yeah, we love him. Yeah. But it's like a, he's a doll, but yeah. it's like Maui or Mari or whatever. You are not the father. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah, Mari, Mori, 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 Mori. It's like Hosh Mori. Yeah, I think I was TM tomorrow. Smart guy. Uh, do you have anything else, Shannon? I see you've got uh, some notes um, going on over there. Let's see. Oh, I thought this was really cool. So, Julie Walter- Walters, who plays Rosie, who also plays Molly Weasley in Harry Potter, yes. for all you HP fans. We love her. Uh, I thought this was really cool, but she um, she took a, a break during filming, I think, in Mamma Mia 2, 
to go to Buckingham Palace because she became a dame. Oh, oh yes. Dame Julie Walters. Makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. Dame Julie Walters. And then the other thing I thought was fun because one of uh, the songs in Mamma Mia 2, uh, I think it was Super Trooper. Yes. Um, they said it was mostly improvised, okay. which I thought was awesome. And they're like, yeah, they just told the actors to have fun with it. And I really enjoyed that last mm-hmm. yeah. scene. So we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. I'm sure. yeah. But I thought that was fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's just some background about everything with Mamma Mia. There's certainly a lot more I'm sure we could discuss, but it's now time to get to our rankings. Now, I did just a standard top 10. We just narrowed it down to 10. Now, I know, Shannon, you've done five from each movie. I did. Yeah. Yep. And, and then... how did you do it, Hannah? Um, kind of a mix. Okay. <laughs> My list is a bit confusing to me, okay. so I'm just kind of <laughs> figuring it that's out. That's fair. I guess how, um... I, I kind of base mine based on also, like, performance and, yeah. and catchiness and, yeah. like, the sequence. Would you say you agree? or like, Yeah, you know, I did different? it, like, not necessarily what I think is the best song, but right. also, like... The collective. Collectively yeah, all I together. Try, yeah. try to be as objective as possible. Yeah, but I um I intermixed my movies together into just a top ten list. Okay. So, yeah. why don't we do this? You'll start with your tenth. Okay. Um, Shannon, you can pick one of your bottom... Two, okay. You know? Yeah. But yeah. And then I'll just kind of do my thing. We'll still do our, our end list recap at the end. But so like you, more in tears. More in tears. Yeah. Okay. So you can start, Alyssa. All right. So I had an incredibly hard time ranking some of these, mostly because there were some movies that had multiple of the same numbers. So I had a lot of difficulty figuring out where to put things and if I should put double on there or if I should just do one of each. So I ended up having one appeared on my list twice and that would be for number 10 I have Dancing Queen the second movie version from Mamma Mia 2. So I think that they went all out with this one. They they pulled no stops. You get just a troop of boats appearing in the distance and everyone's just having a party and Colin Firth and Bill are doing the Titanic on the edge of the boat. And it's just, like, a, a good group number, and we, Hannah and I watched this yesterday, and I was like, it would be really fun to be an extra in that scene, just being on the boat, you know, dancing, having a good time. But I, I think I just like the first one better, just because I like the more intimacy of it than the second one. But I think the second one was really well done. They had to step up their game because the first one was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can go, Shannon. Alright, so just to recap, since I broke mine down a mm-hmm. little bit differently. Um, Out of those two bottom, which yeah, one do you think is like... The tenth. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so I think out of the two bottom I have, I would say um, I put Voulez-vous mm-hmm. okay. as a number ten. It's not my favorite, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, but it's freaking catchy, and I love the dancing and just the scene, and it's just so fun, and it's also... I like the context, because obviously it's like, well, what are you going to do? Like, who are you going to ask to walk down the aisle? Um, who's going to be your dad? Uh, right. Uh, to the guys, are you going to, you know, especially Sam, are you going to go after Donna? Like, right. what do you want? So I, I love I love uh, the context, and it's also super catchy. It is very so catchy. That was I would say that would be my, my number 10. Yep. So number 10, which is a song I didn't really remember. It's from the second movie. It's I think it's called Why Did It Have to Be Me? Yes, Bill's song. Okay. I love that song. So yeah. it's it's a really cute scene, and it's, like, super simple, but they do this really cool dance sequence on the boat. Yeah. They're kind of just doing, like, a little dance. And I wrote specifically how I appreciated at this moment 
how like talented of singers the younger guys were. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because all three of them are like really good singers. Yeah. Um, and also too, there's some really good background characters. I think Mamma Mia has some of the best background characters and dance sequences Mm -hmm. out of any like musical movies I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, just, (laughs) just their facial expressions and just like their energy and stuff is great. So yeah, that was my number 10. That song just barely missed my list. Yeah. Me too. I was so conflicted on some of these because there's so many I wanted to include. As much as I love that song. Yeah. It was so hard not to include it in the list, but I'm like, you know, you said you're trying to be as objective as possible. I do have to let you know I have one honorable mention for each movie. Okay. I can mention that later if that's okay. okay. I don't know if that's allowed. Yeah, you can do that. um, Before you do your next one, you can certainly mention honorable mentions. Sure. I think mine would be that one. Why did it happen to me? Is that what it's called? Well, and I think then, it's why did it have to be? Why me? did it have to me? And then my other honorable mention me? is I didn't pick either of them, but the duets between Sophie and Sky, both of them in both movies, I think are both really well done and they're both really good singers, but I just didn't have room for them on my list, but I like both of them a lot. So anyway, going now to number 9, I have um Honey Honey from the first Mamma Mia. And it's the first official number of the movie, so it has to have a punch. You know, you're starting the movie off strong. Amanda Seyfried is an amazing singer. You know, they did good picking her for this role, and it's just, like, a really fun, story-driven song that I really like. My turn? Yes. (laughs) Alrighty. Alright, so for number nine, it's from Mamma Mia, and I chose Take a Chance on Me. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, it's just so catchy, and I love... Rosie and Bill. Yes, their dynamic is great. I love it. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm a sucker for it. And uh, such a fun song. And I think it helped move everything along really well. Because I know some of the other songs prior Mm -hmm. are kind of slow and and not bad at all. But, you know, they're a little more intimate or whatever. But uh, I I ended up going with with that one. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, that's also a point in the movie you hit where there's like literally four or five songs within like 20 minutes. Yeah. Just back to back to back. mm -hmm. So when that song comes in, it like you get going again. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. That song just missed my cut actually. I was very disappointed. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I love because it starts kind of like slow, you know, and then it just like builds and she gets on the table and then it's like, oh, we're in. We're going. (laughs) Uh, number nine, I also had Honey Honey, like oh, Alyssa. Nice. Um, I agree. I think it's a really fun song. I think it's a really good way to introduce the three guys and kind of set up the plot for this the whole movie, intertwined in music, which I really like that. So for number eight, I have Mamma Mia from the second movie. And so I, I had a really hard time deciding which Mamma Mia I liked better But I decided that I like the way in the second movie it builds because it starts off as this slow kind of like acapella. It's just her singing and then it kind of builds into this number. And I decided I liked that one a little bit more. But it's just like, you know, I mean, it's one of their classic songs. It's what the movie's named after. But it's just like a really fun number. For me, my number eight is Does Your Mother Know? Yes. Just because Tanya is iconic and... Christine, the actress. I, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's Christina Berinsky. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And um, her voice is, she's got it, you know, yeah. and I just really enjoyed it. And it's just so fun. And I also think it kind of helped mm-hmm. move the movie along. And uh, I just uh, would highly recommend it. It will get stuck in your head for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, so number eight, I went with Dancing Queen from the second film. 
it, it's a really big, fun dance sequence. I think Mamma Mia does those big, like, a lot of people's sequences really well. Mm-hmm. And I liked a lot of, there were a lot of callbacks with, like, dance moves. There was the lady who threw the sticks in the first movie. She mm-hmm. comes back. So I just like the callbacks. It's just a really fun sequence. Uh, so for number seven, I have um, The Winner Takes It All from the first Mamma Mia. And I just love, well, I love Meryl Streep. The fact that she did it in one take is, like, insane. That she just was like, hey, I'm in, I'm out, I've done it, uh, here you go. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's a really, like, intimate song. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's just her singing to Sam about, you know, being like, what do you want from me, like, kind of deal. It's my daughter's wedding, like, I'm not dealing with this right now. And then she runs up a hill, and I'm like, get it, Meryl. Run up that mountain to the church. So I just like, it's always been a really, I think a really well done version because that song is a really hard song to sing. Mm -hmm. As Hannah and I know, uh, watching many, many years of American Idol, people who pick that song usually butcher it and it sounds horrible. So props to Meryl. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. For um, my number seven, I actually went with Mamma Mia from the second movie Mm -hmm. because I love the dynamic between Donna and the Dynamos and just seeing them younger. It also sets up, I was going to say Lily James, but Donna's interaction with Bill later right. on. And right. it's just about her helping move on. And it's just, it's really great. Especially Lily James. She's got such singing chops. Yeah, she's and great. And same thing with, uh, with Meryl Streep, obviously. And then if it's okay to mention, my honorable mention for Mamma Mia one, it didn't make the cut, but... My honorable mention is The Winner Takes It All, Mm -hmm. just because of how amazing it was. And I also would say, too, I thought I saw somewhere where one of the Alpha members, Benny Mm -hmm. um, Anderson, he said it was a miracle. He was like, it was, yeah, I think he witnessed it, and it was was a miracle. Like, it was amazing. (laughs) It was so amazing. (laughs) Um, Number seven, I went with Mamma Mia from the second movie. Pretty much everything Shannon just said. I also like, too, because you get to see the emotion behind the song like right. where where that song comes from because in the first movie you don't really know the context behind it right and to see in the second movie to actually like get to witness you know her kind of coming up with the song i guess um it, it's nice to see so for number six i have um slipping through my fingers from the first mamma mia and i think this is like one of the more like underrated songs from the movie it's just Mer- again it's meryl she's singing to Sophie like getting ready for her wedding and just like the song is really nice and the scene is really nice and just like seeing them interact together and like the mother-daughter dynamic I really like to see as well so I just felt necessary to include it for me number six is Mamma Mia from the first movie I think it was really hard for me to choose between the two and it was so close that I just naturally felt like, you know what, I'm, I, I do believe that the first one was, with Meryl singing, was just a little bit better, but I do agree with you, Hannah, mm-hmm. that like the dynamic of the second one where you can see where the origin comes from, it's it's fantastic, but um, I loved how well she acted too during that whole sequence, yes. just the shock, and the whole time I was watching it, I'm like... Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine being in that situation and I got a little mad at Sophie. I was like, <laughs> you just wrecked everybody's lives a little bit. You turned right. it upside down. Just, just a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. But it was a, it was a great great song. Great song. And the part where the villagers all poke their I know. head up yeah. over the like room. a little comedic relief <laughs> yeah. at the same time. It's it's great. 
So number six, I went with Super Trooper from the second movie, which plays in the, technically in the credits, I guess. Yeah, technically the credits. Um, I think it's really fun. Now that I, I didn't even know that it was, like, sort of improvised, like, they kind of just got to do whatever they want, but I love how you get to see each character with their younger self, sort of the pairs up of the two. Some of the casting's, like, spot on. Tanya and the yeah. girl they got to play younger Tanya look identical in that oh, yeah. scene. They did such they an amazing job really of good casting. casting. And if it's okay to add, in the second movie, yeah. I loved the running joke of the fairy, the, the guy who works the fairy. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. He's <laughs> like, checking the ideas. You look better with short yeah. hair. You, like, you've not, time has not been right. kind to you, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I just think it's a really fun way to end you know, sort of to wrap up the movies. I mean, you, you did mention they're making another one, but it's it's a fun, like, extravaganza almost finish, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So for number five, I have Waterloo from mm-hmm. Mamma Mia 2. And when Shannon and I went and saw this movie in theaters, we watched it, had a great time. The next day, Shannon texted me and just said, Waterloo has been stuck in my head all day. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's been this stuck in my head for like days. It days. would not leave my head. Days. I don't know how it's so catchy. I actually found out that ABBA was on in the Eurovision, which is the mm-hmm. popular singing contest in Europe. They won Eurovision. But their mm-hmm. song they won with was Waterloo. And it was ah. ranked the best song from Eurovision, like, of all time in some, like, random ranking. It's but wild. it's so catchy, and I love the choreography of the scene. It's, like, so chaotic, but just, like, the right amount of chaos. It's just so extravagant and over the top, and the quick cuts help a lot. But it, I don't know. I watched it again, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember why this got stuck in my head. <laughs> that was number five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number five... <laughs> I was surprised I put this on the list because um, I was trying to be as objective as possible. But um, when I kiss the teacher, the yeah. opening mm-hmm. song, because, you know, of course, I'm like, I'm sick of that trope. Yeah, right, come on. Right, but yeah. I can't deny, though, they started that movie so strong. Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. Lily's pipes. You have this amazing choreography. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just having a great time and it makes you, it made me so excited for the movie. Right. Like whenever you and I were there, like yeah. I could feel my heart. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm so ready. Like, it's like I was like, yeah. no, right? It's like, I was already excited, but now I'm like, oh my God, I'm pumped. It was, it's a really great song. So that is my number five. And I thought they all did a fabulous job singing as well. <laughs> A plus all around. A plus. Yeah. I love yeah. the like, apple for the teacher. The part where they're on the bikes. <laughs> yes. Like, riding yeah. down the road. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So good. And I just loved it. So number five is I have a dream from the second movie. Okay. Which is really interesting because I, I think I have a dream from the first movie is one of my least favorite songs. If I'm being honest. Okay. But the too. second one, the way they do it where Donna's like seeing the hotel for the first time. And I love, Mamma Mia 2 does a really good job of contrasting yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Where they right. kind of go back and forth. And Lily James has a really good voice. I mean, Mm -hmm. she just does. Um, But sort of because of that contrasting and just because I enjoyed it so much more than I did the Mm -hmm. first time, I was like, I can't not put it on my list for that. Right. Yeah. Speaking of contrasting scenes, my number four is I've Been Waiting for You, which um, Amanda Seyfried sings with Rosie and Tanya. And it's while mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Donna's giving birth to Sophie. So she's essentially, they parallel like her singing with the Donna and the, the Dynamos. But it's also, like, Donna giving birth. And I just, like, 
I know it's not, like, one of, like, the hits of the movie, but I just, like, watching it yesterday, I just, like, really liked the dynamic. And, again, Mana Cypher is amazing voice. And I just, like, liked that that song and, like, the scene I thought was really well done. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I love the focus on the mother-daughter relationship right. in yeah. this movie. And mm-hmm. in the previous movie, too, of course. But I, it's just such a beautiful song. Right. For my number four, because I've been kind of staying on the more cheery, yeah. catchy route. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, my number four is Super Trooper okay. from the fourth yeah. movie. And um, <laughs> what's that? You say fourth movie. <laughs> oh! <laughs> number four! <laughs> Wait, what? The secret fourth movie Shayna knows all the details about. I thought I heard you wrong for a second. I was like, no, I, I said it completely like I, uh, I fumble I fumble over my words yeah. sometimes. Oh, they, they, <laughs> they know, know that they, they know. I know you do yeah. too. But, um, but yeah, so my number four choice from the yes. second movie is Super Trooper. Just right. because it was so fun. And that's another one that gets stuck in your head. The lyrics don't make sense. Nope. <laughs> but I don't care because yeah. it's so fun to sing. Um, so that one I uh, I did choose because it just ended on a really high note. There, yes. And I loved it. So number four I did Does Your Mother Know You're Out. Um, I oh, think yeah. This yeah. is one of the funniest <laughs> comedically like sequences. And the two friends, her two friends, um, <laughs> Rosie and Tanya. Yes. They do humor really well. They yes. don't necessarily get the best songs to sing. Like, yeah. especially in the second movie, I didn't feel like they got the strongest songs. But this this sequence, like, it's just so much fun. It's, the dancing's really great. I love the choreographed, like, beach dancing. Mm-hmm. And, like, she just slays the song. Like, her attitude throughout the whole thing. Like, when she yes. wraps the towel around the guy's yeah. like, a diaper. Like, it's just, it's great. Yeah. It's great. She's got such Samantha energy yes. Yes. from Sex and the City. Yes, she does. And yeah. I love Samantha, and I love Todd, yeah. yeah. So it's just, like, you get it. You yeah. get it, girl. <laughs> yep. I have Does Your Mother Know as my number three mm-hmm. for the same reasons. I've always loved this number. Like, I actively look forward to it every single time I watch the movie. Hannah and I caught about maybe 15, 20 minutes of it in our hotel, and I was, I waited until that part came so that uh-huh. I'm like, okay, now we can leave. Like, I yeah. need to just watch this. <laughs> but I agree. Um, Christina Berinsky is, like incredibly talented i think she was on broadway as well so she's you know like singer dancer she has this confidence and like is so charismatic in this like scene because you know she's probably what like in her 50s yeah you know they're supposed to be yeah like like 50-esque era you know around that age but she like comes across as incredibly confident incredibly like powerful and she yeah she just the scene is so well done it's so fun it's funny like it's just like i love it i want to be that confident exactly exactly (laughs) all right so that was your number three yes Uh, my number three again not my favorite but i have to give it a lot of credit fernando fernando Mm -hmm. um because share let's be honest At 70 some years old her voice is incredible she like it always icon. has been but yep. the fact that it still is is just speaks to her talent and um and it's catchy like i know even your brother austin was like oh my god we yeah. were driving yesterday he's like this song fernando is stuck in my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like i know like it's yeah. not even my favorite but i also liked how it had the elements of like whenever you go 
to a play. Right. Just like the group setting mm-hmm. and just, you know, the the dancing. Yeah, the back and, and forth. The yeah. back and forth. And so I um I did like that because it kinda helped embody like remind you, it this is still based on based on a play. And right. so I I like that aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Number three. So I have Super Trooper from the first movie. The reason I have it higher than the second Super Trooper is because it very much gives me the vibes of Julie Andrews singing in Princess Diaries yeah. 2. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's just Meryl singing to her daughter for her wedding. Like, mm-hmm. I love the outfits, the eyeshadow, yes. like the makeup's just, yeah. it's very much on point. And, sorry, <laughs> car car noise. Um, I love like the, the super pod part where they yeah. like the harmonies. Like, it's just, it's... I like the emotion more in the first movie in that moment than I do in the second. Mm, Fair. Very fair. Okay. So, I can tell just between the three of us, I tended to skew more towards, like, the ballads. Well, a mix. More ballads and the big dance scene. So, for Mm -hmm. number two, I have My Love, My Life. (sighs) Mm. Crush me. Crushed. I remember (laughs) in the theater when it pans down to the bowl and you see Meryl Streep in that bowl and she starts singing it was like like i think people gasped in the audience yeah like, they did were, and well, it was like sure. just a complete silence hush well, like came over i didn't because i think up to that point you know she's yeah. she's been gone for a year and right. you don't think she's gonna be in the movie like it was mm-hmm. kind of it was a it was a genuine right. surprise right and a pleasant one but uh, also oh a, yeah heart-wrenching and <laughs> it's heart-wrenching and you because you get lily james singing first mm-hmm. then you get Meryl Streep singing, mm-hmm. and then you get um, Amanda yeah. Seyfried joining in as well. Yeah. So it's like the three of them all singing in one song, and I've teared up every single time I've watched it. I It happened this time as well. Mm-hmm. Hannah and I were, like, crying. Our mom was watching with us. Oh, God. So she's made an appearance on this podcast before. You know, she's a, a late-night person, yeah. and... She was just sitting, and Hannah and I are both tearing up, and my mom just gets up, says nothing, and leaves during, oh the, during the number. And we just are like, what? So, I we thought fa- we were having a moment. Yeah, no, no. We, me and Alyssa, no. also, we just started to laugh, because we were like, we're just sitting here crying. She just gets up and goes to bed. <laughs> we found out today that she was falling asleep in her chair, so she just literally, like, got up she and She's like, upstairs. yeah, I couldn't remember how much was left in the movie, so oh I just went to God. bed. But we both were like, like, she's just like, all right, I'm out. Peace yeah. during this emotional, like heart-wrenching moment but i just like it's so well done that's mm-hmm. like for having the movie where um donna is has been dead for a year that's probably the best possible mm-hmm. way they could have had her yes. come in at the very end and just have this like moment yeah. and they did it so well so that's my number two um just to say that it's it unfortunately didn't make my list since mm-hmm. i was kind of staying with like the you know as yeah. you know not the ballad as much right. but it is my honorable mention for that mm-hmm. movie because yeah. Just, like you said, the combination of all three, and again, just showing that link, that special right. link, mm-hmm. and it's just, um, it came full circle, yeah. you know, and I I do, I ball every single time Austin happened to be watching, yeah. <laughs> um, he, like, came in towards the end, which is when he saw Fernando, yeah. and, <laughs> and he was sitting by, he's like, are you gonna be okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fine, it's just really beautiful and special. <laughs> did, he, did he shed a tear? He got a little teary. Yeah, he yeah. did. He gets a he got, yeah. he, he's got some emotions <laughs> yeah. deep in there. Yep. But yeah, he's uh, 
It was it was kind of funny, but yeah, my number two is uh is Waterloo. Yes, and pretty much the same things you you nailed it on the head before. Just with how catchy it is, it's so hard to explain. But it's just like the instruments and the singing and the it's such an earworm. Yes, and I also loved how they they did it in Mamma Mia too. I right. think they had it in the credits in the first. Yes, one. they also had it. I, this is yeah. the first time I ever noticed. When Meryl goes to pick up her two friends mm-hmm. in the car in the first movie, the instrumental of Waterloo's playing. Oh, I can't believe yeah. I missed and that. And I never noticed it until oh, this time. And they got it in the credits, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Here yeah. we go again. Hannah, <laughs> to, to kind of go on a little tangent, Hannah and I, in this watching through, noticed how many songs are done instrumentally as, like, background songs mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Like, there's, like, constantly throughout, at least yeah. the second movie, at least. The, and in the first yeah, movie. Yeah, and I got chills a couple times because they picked the songs that, like, either mm-hmm. the character's saying or, like, means something for that moment yeah. they play them as instrumental and it like really adds to it i this is the first time i noticed how much they do it and yeah. it really adds a lot it's yeah it's funny how yeah. um even though it's the same movie like right. I, yeah. I think i picked up on some that you don't that, notice yeah that I, that I didn't notice and you picked on some that i didn't notice yeah. but uh number two i agree with shannon i put waterloo oh yeah um it's <laughs> if there's ever a song that after watching you know that movie that's going to be stuck in my head the next day or for like the next week. It's going to be that song. And it's just the choreography is really great. I love the dancing waiters. Like yes. the humor is really great. The part where they're, um, they pull off like the trays and they're both just under mm-hmm. there in their heads. And like, I just, I wrote like hype with three yeah. exclamation points. <laughs> I just said 10 out of 10 for fun, 10 out of 10 background characters, 10 out of 10 choreography. Like I said, I'm going to have the song stuck in my head forever. I don't yes. even care. You don't want the the number to stop no no No. i want it to keep going it's too short and i think um it's it's interesting because henry right that's henry no harry harry henry's from uh uh, what a girl wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Henry. Henry is, oh, is his name. Yeah. Calder's name is Henry. You're right. <laughs> Harry. 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 Yeah. I think in terms of the second movie, Harry's like out of the three boys is probably my least favorite, but right. he has the best musical number. Yes. 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 For sure. Yeah. yeah. So number one, it was never not going to be this Dancing Queen from Mamma Mia the original. Some of it's personal bias because I love the song Dancing Queen already. Like, mm-hmm. I've always loved that song. I've put it on many a CD or a playlist. And it's got Meryl. It has Tanya and Rosie. Like, and it starts with just the three of them together. They kind of make it comedic in a way. Yeah. You know? And it, Meryl Strip. <laughs> I combine Streep and Splits together. Meryl Streep does the Splits. She does. She she just did that. She wasn't even, like, that wasn't part of the movie. She was just like, yeah, I felt like I should do the splits at this moment, so I did. And I'm just like, Meryl. Go. Go for it. Get it. <laughs> and then it just builds, and you've got all these women coming together, running down to the dock, having a great time. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a fun number. Yes. And I, while I like the, the grandiose of the second one, I mm-hmm. think the first one is just, it's a classic. Yeah, and for that reason, it's my number one as well. Probably unsurprisingly yeah. because of, again, just how great it is and just lifting each other up, especially as women, you yes. know, just helping each other and it's like, we're here for you. Like, you're a dancing queen. Like, you are phenomenal yeah. and we're going to lift you up until you're back to where you're yourself again. And it's just, um, it's fantastic. And of course, it's super catchy. And I think it's... I think it's probably one of those songs where whenever you hear the, the band ABBA, that's probably yeah, the most of? popular right. song. And so while it's not the only reason I chose it, it's because it, it truly is a fantastic song. Yeah. 
And they nailed it. They did it justice. Yeah, yeah I mean. They did it justice. Yeah. Same number one, Dancing Queen, yeah. from the first movie. Um, pretty much everything you guys said, if, if there was ever a scene in any movie I'd want to be a part of, it would have been a background character in this scene. Yeah. Just to run through the streets of Greece and, like, yeah. not have a care in the world. Like, I love the lady who throws the sticks off her back. Yes. And is just like, I'm done with this work. I'm going to go join <laughs> yeah. the dancing. Or, like, the lady just leaves that guy on the ladder. Yeah, and he's just hanging yeah. there. It's fantastic. basically just, like, a big, like, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. go and do our thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. we love that. I think if any uh, musical number sums up, like, the Mamma Mia franchise, like, what it's all about, it would be that yes. scene. Yes. Be yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, empower yourself and each other. Like, and... it's fun. Yeah. You know. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Super fun. Love it. All right, well, that is our rankings for the Mamma Mia movies. So uh, we are just going to run through our lists again individually, just so you can know what our top ten is. Do you have it in order so you know where to... I got my chicken scratch. Okay, okay. Don't worry. Because okay. I didn't know if you had it right. <laughs> it's a little yeah. hectic over there, but I yeah. got it. Okay. All right, so starting with number ten, I have Dancing Queen from Mamma Mia 2, Honey Honey, Mamma Mia from Mamma Mia 2, The Winner Takes It All, Slipping Through My Fingers, Waterloo, I've Been Waiting For You, Does Your Mother Know, My Love, My Life, and then Dancing Queen from Mamma Mia. All right, here we go. Um, number 10 is Voulez-Vous, Take a Chance on Me is number 9, Does Your Mother Know, number 8, Mamma Mia from the sequel, 7. Then we've got Mamma Mia from the first movie. Number 5 is When I Kiss the Teacher. The fourth is Super Trooper. Then the third is Fernando. Number two, Waterloo. And, of course, Dancing Queen, number one. So number ten, I had Why Did It Have to Be Me. Number nine was Honey, Honey. Number eight is Dancing Queen from the second movie. Number seven is Mamma Mia from the second movie. Number six, Super Trooper from the second movie. Number five was I Have a Dream from the second movie. Four was Does Your Mother Know You're Out. Three, Super Trooper from the first movie. Two, Waterloo. And one, Dancing Queen from first movie. All right. That was Mamma Mia. Mama Mia. There you have it. And if you haven't watched it, watch, watch it. it. <laughs> yeah, watch both of them. Watch both. Or at least listen to a couple the of songs. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And it's like, I actually do think the, in terms of like the second movie, it does a lot better job in terms of a story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my only biggest complaint about the first Mamma Mia is yeah, that, yeah. you know, I think the music and the sequences are done really well. The story sometimes is a bit lacking. Is all. Yeah. I, I can see that's maybe why the Rotten Tomatoes score was lower. Yeah. I know? do agree. And I and I know I was like, I, I kind of, I have to be honest, I do, I do kind of enjoy Mamma Mia 2 a little yeah. bit better, but I do think Mamma Mia 1 is a, is more, it's more fun. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the second movie is, I think the second movie is a better movie. Mater? Yes. Mater. Mater. From your Pixar rankings. Mater's come to ruin another (laughs) episode. (laughs) He's here. Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. I I was going to say, I think the first movie is more fun, and it's just Mm -hmm. like a fun time, but I do agree that the second movie is a better movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it does a better job of being like a story structure and musical numbers and kind of having like the musical aspect in movie form. I think, too, the first movie had a lower budget. You mm. can tell it had a lower budget. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. some of the scenes come across a little, like, green screen-ish. Yeah. In the second movie, you can definitely... And plus, it's been 10 years, so yeah. obviously there's True. advancements yeah. in everything. Right. But you can tell it's a little bit better of a budget. But obviously, the first movie, like, made a ton of money, too, so... Well, the first movie made double the amount of money the, the second, second movie made. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. 
that was fun. I mean, thanks for um, joining us for this Thank episode. you for having me. Yeah, yeah we love we, to have guests. Yeah. yeah, we do like to have guests, and we're glad to have you. We, we were one of our, like, when we were first talking about having guests, we had a few people we were like, we want to have on, and you were definitely one of those, and we were like, where are we going to put her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Made the cut. Yes. <laughs> well, because we were like, do we do Amanda Bynes? Do we mm-hmm. do, like, we were trying to think of something you would appreciate oh, yeah. as much as we do, and we're like, right. if anyone loves Mom and Mia besides Mom, and Mom probably doesn't want to be on the podcast... No. It would be you. So yeah, we're like, we got I loved eighteen as yes. a kid. I didn't even realize yes. it was Ava until I was older. Yeah. I'm like, I was jamming out to Ava. Right. <laughs> <Yes. little>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. I, I love being here. Yeah. If anybody would like to share their favorite Ava Mama Mia song with us, you can let us know. Um, we have our email or Instagram or Twitter. We will be back next week. What What is next Woo! week? <laughs> I don't know. Let what me. It is. Uh, I am putting on my sunglasses right now. That's it. That's it. That's That's a hint. That's a hint. We will be back next week with another fun episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching Research Rank Repeat.